Welcome to the Gonzo Chronicles. I'm your host, Cyrus Alderwood, the official spokesman for Generation X. Stick around. It's going to get weird, as always. back my friends it's been a few days however i'm back today is march 26 it's saturday it's been a cold blustery day here in virginia but you know what i don't give a rip it's been a great day um with some crazy things going on in the world man crazy things going on in the world i'm gonna keep today short because this is just kind of a rant um so much going on in the news the past couple of weeks. I'm glad we had a, like at least a couple of good weeks in the stock market. That's been kind of nice. Um, although people keep talking the R word, recession, like it's coming soon. So my friends, be prepared. Fed raising interest rates. Your debt is going to get more expensive. Pay down those credit card bills if you have them. And uh, man, try to cope with some 10% inflation. Way to go, the folks in Washington, D.C. Jesus Christ, if you could turn a good situation into a shitstorm, leave it to D.C. Anyway, what's been in the news this week? Well, some some crazy things, right? I keep seeing memes pop up all over the place this week about our new Supreme Court Justice nominee. And uh, what's that dude's name that is... A, goes as a girl who's swimming and breaking women's records now, um, but totally looks like a guy wearing a onesie. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've, I've ranted on this before, man. These these folks are ruining women's sports. And uh, I think, you know, over the past, I think women's sports have made a, a lot of headway over the last few years. But it looks like, uh, they're, you know, it's just, People are starting to lose interest because of the political angle and the woke freaking culture that's out there that is annoying as hell. Here's some interesting news. The micro mini skirt is back. All right. So according to Yahoo Life, here's a headline. Here's how body positivity advocates feel about the barely there trend. Uh, first of all, like I'm Gen X, man. And don't you call me a freaking boomer because we, we grew up in the cool freaking generation where no matter what your politics were, we all got along. What the F is a body positive advocate? Do we need all this, this BS in our culture? But anyway, I see these women, you know, these pictures, these micro mini skirts. 
have made a resurgence, according to this article, as evidence across social media feeds in large part due to, I don't know how to say this name, M-I-U, M-I-U, me, me, right? Who knows? Featured by Itty Bitty Skirt and a similarly small top in its runway show in Paris back in October. But apparently this has gained some traction worldwide. Um, ladies, I just, God, I just want to caution you. Um, yeah, I love seeing a hot girl in a small skirt, man. I'm, I'm a dude, don't get me wrong. I enjoy some eye candy. However, there's a lot to be said for modesty. And please, for the love of God, ladies, whatever you pioneer, whether it's fashion, sports, or whatever, there's going to be dudes that come in behind you that say they're women that want to steal everything you've got. So for the rest of our sakes, please, the itty-bitty skirt has got to go because I do not want to see some guy walking down my street, you know, downtown with high heels and itty-bitty skirt, you know, Sam that now goes by the name of Samantha, identifying as, and, uh, Come on, man. Let's let's protect pretty. Come on, gals. You do a great job. You work hard. You're you're breaking glass ceilings everywhere these days. Uh, let's not cheapen it. You know, that's not to say that transgenders can't go and do their own thing and break their own ceilings. Do it. Be a pioneer. But uh, awkward. Anyway. Yeah, I know I'm going to get some heat for that one, so I'll probably get some shit emails and call me all kinds of names. I don't I don't think I really give a crap. But, um, yeah, that's that's one thing that's going on this week. Uh, we also have a Supreme Court nominee who, uh, can you define what a female is? Uh, no, I'm not a biologist. The memes that have come out on social media this week have been freaking hilarious. Guy standing by a car. No, I don't know what a car is because I'm not a mechanic. <laughs> a scene from uh, The Notebook. The couple standing out in the rain. No, I don't know what rain is. I'm not a meteorologist. Oh, God, these are, these are hilarious. Um, however, leave it up to somebody on the far left to nominate. Now, she's probably got a lot of credentials, went to some great schools. I'm not going to shit on her record. Um, however, um, the, I did watch some of the hearings this week. I did take some time to watch some of that. My question is, why is everyone involved in a pedophilia case in her entire career getting off easier than what the prosecuting attorney recommends? And don't blame Congress. She's the one who sets the, uh, um, the, the penalties. Blame the, the buck stops there. And yet people who are pedophiles, who have been involved in child sex crimes or whatever, um, have gotten 50% half of what the recommended penalty was over her career. That I learned this week. That is unacceptable. My God, I hope Congress does not put this lady on the Supreme Court. For that reason alone. For that reason alone, I don't know. I don't know the rest of her, or her judicial um, career. I, you know, but that alone tells me there's absolutely something wrong with her point of view. 
that people who are involved in child pornography and um, I don't know, even sodomy, child sodomy, some of these cases, get a slap on the wrist compared to what their penalty should be. These are children involved. I mean, man, I mean, I think you'd lean toward the max. She's a mother with children. But yet, pedophiles and child pornographers get off easy. Makes absolutely no sense to me. So, yeah, I guess as far as what I would say is, uh, um, you know, Katanji Brown Jackson, thumbs down. Um, also, it looks like there were some text messages that came out from the wife of Supreme Court uh, Judge Clarence Thomas um, that were really interesting this week. Why is she sending text messages to uh, people of political influence in the Trump administration about overturning the election? I don't know. I haven't heard enough about that news. That does sound a little shady to me, too, to be quite honest with you. But, you know, I'll look more into it. Don't know enough about it to actually give you an honest opinion. But it doesn't seem anything appropriate, uh, just, just on sight of it. So not only do we have some numb nuts in the White House that's leading us into World War III with his radical comments today that the White House, I guess the press secretary or whoever, whoever's actually really in control of the White House, had to back up and say, let me clarify what the president meant. Oh, my God. We, we you know, we went four years without a war. Can, can we please go four more? We've been at war for so freaking long in this country. It's, it's getting so old. See our troops going and uh, getting shot up. Our sons and daughters getting shot up for reasons that really aren't American interests. Um, it's sad what's happening in Ukraine. It really is. Other ways are to help these folks. Um, starting World War III, by saying you're going to put American troops right in the middle of it, eh, not a good idea there, Biden. Jesus Christ, man. I'd rather the guy just not like talk, you know, than to. Uh, Say dumb shit like that. Hey, by the way, here's a really interesting article. There is a singer that was hospitalized, a very popular singer in South America. She was hospitalized because she wouldn't fart in front of her partner. All right, listen, ladies, let this be a lesson to you when you're on your first date and you have a little gas. Oh, my God. This is from uh, New York Post. Brazilian songstress, a songstress Vivian... The Quares Pereira, I hope I pronounced that right, had to be hospitalized after her reluctance to fart in front of her significant other resulted in a dangerous gas buildup. All right, ladies, when you start complaining about the rest of us as dudes, listen, this is dangerous, right? Dangerous territory if we hold this in. <laughs> she detailed her gastrointestinal fiasco in an Instagram story for her 15.7 million followers, which has since disappeared from her news feed, right? She says here, and I quote, I woke up at 5.30 a.m. with severe stomach pains and ended up in the hospital, wrote Pereira, known by her stage name, Poca, P-O-C-A-H, in the post. It included photos of the 27-year-old superstar in the medical facility 
as seen in screenshots on her social media. Per the post, her bizarre affliction started after she refused to let her rip because she wasn't on farting terms with her boyfriend. The gaseous gal also reportedly heeded advice from a TikTok thread that told her to ignore the stomach pains, which eventually resulted in her having to report to the doctor with an accumulation of trapped farts. This is I'm not kidding. This is this is wild. Trapped gas occurs when methane does not move through one's intestines normally, causing sufferers to sharp uh, sufferers sharp pain or discomfort in their abdomen. However, this condition is generally caused by certain foods and underlying medical conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, rather than abstaining from cutting the cheese. However, thankfully, doctors were able to relieve her of her natural gas reserves. <laughs> this, this is hilarious. And she goes on to say, but that's it, guys. I'm medicated and I'm free. She insisted. Uh, and she used her little gassy saga to warn others against keeping things bottled up inside. And she goes on to quote, Girls, don't be ashamed to fart in front of your guy because what's really embarrassing it's not letting your guy sleep because you're in discomfort. Going to the hospital with your guy and the diagnosis being trapped farts. From now on, I'm letting him rip, guys. I don't think she's full of hot air. I think she's being honest. That is some wild stuff. Okay, that's it for my rant. I'm done in under 15 minutes. How about that? <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to a quick little rant here at the Gonzo Chronicles. I'll be back soon with a couple of guests, and, um, yeah, we'll be talking uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of weirdness. Appreciate all you guys following the Gonzo Chronicles. Make sure you check me out on social media. Follow me on Twitter, which I'm not on much these days. I'm also on Getter, which I'm not on much these days. Uh, Facebook, some. Look me there, Cyrus Alderwood, or actually just go find the Gonzo Chronicles. We have a, we have a fan page set up for that. Follow us there, and uh, for crying out loud, go to Amazon and pick up a few books. I've gotten several out. Horror, comedy, mystery, you name it. Uh, I'd love for you to go check out the Gonzo Chronicles, Volume 1, or Book 1, Book 2, Book 3 is in process. I don't know when it's going to be done. I keep teasing it, but it's going to be freaking hilarious. Actually, it might be the best of the three. But go pick up one. Go pick up two. You're going to love them. The Gonzo Chronicles by Cyrus Alderwood. And uh, make sure you leave a ranking and a comment on there. Help a brother out. I don't think I've sold a book online in a month. Of course, I haven't really been you know, pushing it either. But if you're listening to the show, share it with a friend. Share the books with a friend. Holy hell, man. Help me pay the light bill. Cheers. Love every one of you. I'll see you down the road.